It is time for Around the 412 with Smitty and Tyler. Welcome back to another episode of Around the 412. <laughs> I'll be honest. I, I knew that you were going to play it, but I didn't know when you were going to play it. I didn't and it say made it when. Yeah. It made it even better that it interrupted me. Um, yeah, root, root, root for your home team. This is the Pirates episode of Around the 412. I'm Tyler. That's Smitty. Uh, be sure to go follow us on all our socials at around the 412 and go check out some of the links that we have in the description on YouTube. Go subscribe as well. Um, and on the listening platforms, we've got year six of rocking around the 412. Over the past five years, we've raised over $25,000 to be able to help provide Christmas for some of the children in our local 724 and 412 area codes. Actually, if you listen to the Penguin Show, Smitty clarified that it's his local, my hometown areas. Yeah. Uh, so, because yep. I, I currently live in Oklahoma. So, we've been yeah. able to raise, raise money to be able to help. Cri- children out and provide Christmas for them as well as partnering with East Rochester PA Salvation Army and adopting kids off their angel tree to provide Christmas for those children as well. So if you want to read about the mission, it's in the, the description of each of these shows. Um, it's also our pinned tweet Zeet X post, whatever you want to call it on X. Um, yeah. We're still not sure, but it's, it's over there. It's posted on our account. So go read about it, share about it. Um, and we just want to get as many people to be able to see and read about the mission as we can. So uh, please go do that. And then also check out the Everything Custom Designs. We've got the Facebook and Etsy link from our ha- friend Haley Wagner. If you want to support a small business in the local Beaver County area, this is a great opportunity to do so um, because we got a local business that can make you custom designs on T-shirts, uh, uh, trick-or-treat bags that are coming up for Halloween. I mean, we're, it's our, we're already in October, which is absolutely crazy in my mind. Um, and then... You got some uh, cooking aprons as well with Thanksgiving coming up too. I'm sure. I'm sure if we ask, you can probably get some sort of whether it's a stocking or whether it's a, a Santa hat. She's gonna have something for Christmas too. But still, we're not gonna get any hats anytime soon. We might get a Santa hat, but we're not gonna get a a ball cap. So that's unfortunate. But go check those links out anyway. Um, she got some cool stuff over there. You can help support a small business. Hate to see it. Hate to see it. Big hat guy. So at some point, we got to get on that. I mean. I know that it takes a whole other machine to do them, but whatever it takes. Excuses. Uh, yeah. The Pittsburgh Pirates season is over. Uh, came to an end last week or Sunday of this week, I guess. So a few days ago, they finished 76 and 86 on the season. If you would have told me that before the season, probably would have been okay with it. I think it's just more frustrating. You know, they race out of the gates to a 20 and 8 start. They end the season really well. Whatever in the world happened in like May, early June, one point in July, like, just really weird the stretches of baseball that this team got into both positively and negatively. Obviously didn't have O'Neill Cruz around for much of any of it. Um, breaking his ankle like, very early in the process. Yeah. For like four fifths of the season, practically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, overall, the outlook of this team, them finishing 76 and 86. Do you feel any differently going into 2024 based off of the overall picture that we saw in 2023? I'll say yes, just because of the way they finished the season. Um, if if they would have gotten careful, to this point, the Steelers, you know, yeah, yeah, I know, I know, <laughs> I know. It's it's been a rough a rough go from where the Steelers ended to where they are right now. But you know, different team, different sport. Got to got to think about it differently. Can't can't have the bad juju in all the Pittsburgh teams. 
So I think if you would have looked at this season and and told me that they would get 76 games, which I think I think you predicted 74, I think I predicted 78. So the the Pirates really? finished right in the middle of our our I prediction. Sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that you predicted 74, I predicted 78. I know I predicted 78. You so they finished in the middle, which uh, yeah, 78. Mm-hmm. I had expectations. Which granted, I mean if they won two more games out of these last It's funny, few, yeah, I know. It's funny to say to that it's funny to say that you had high expectations. We're talking about being three games under 500. Like, <laughs> yeah, which ultimately, good. like, if you would have told me they finished five games under 500 at the start of the season, like you said, like, I would have, I would have been happy about that. I think that would have been progress. Um, it, it's, it's just the path that it took to got here. But I, I do think that I have better expectations, at least from what I thought I was going to be having watching this team in like June and July, especially May. Um, but the, the expectations that I have going into next season changed a little bit because I feel like they, they did a lot of good things in August and September. Um, they didn't win as many games as we would have hoped. Um, but I feel like they ended the season on a good enough note where they didn't just pack it in and cave and, and pretty much give up on the season like we've seen in years past where they, they pretty much just give up on any hope of, of, of playing a, a game basically and just don't care anymore. We didn't see that. We saw them be competitive in a lot of these games. Um, we saw a lot of a lot of the better or just overall games that we saw from the Pirates, including the one that we talked about last week, that nine to nothing comeback. Um, a lot of the better games that we saw in this season came in August and September. So I feel like from, from that standpoint and that mindset, I think that I have a, a better feeling, maybe not necessarily that I, w- I was hoping to have going into or going into 2023 after this season, but after experiencing this, the, experiencing this season and you know all these opinions, they got to be fluid based off what we see. I do think that I feel better um, going into the off season than I would have um, based off of a couple months ago. The main thing, though, is like no matter how I feel. There's still there's still got to be some changes that are made to the team. They still got to bring in guys from the outside the organization. I think they have to make some changes to their coaching staff. Um, I, I I think there are definitely some changes to be made. But from where I sit right now, I still think there's there's some reason to have some optimism for the future. Maybe it's not a lot, but it's 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 some. Yeah, I think I'm in kind of the same place, and I'm glad that you added the point where it's just like the reasonable expectation to have that they're going to make some additions to the organization as well. Like, I'm I feel good, relatively good about going into 2024 because of the seasons we got from Mitch Keller. I thought Brian Reynolds was was pretty you know consistent throughout. He was dealing with that back injury early in the year, and that seemed to affect him. But I feel like he was pretty good down the stretch. T. Brian Hayes' last couple months. We're really mm-hmm. good to obviously getting O'Neill Cruz back is going to be huge. Um, and then, you know, getting the feet wet of Andy Rodriguez and Henry Davis. Um, I don't know that I'm going to throw like Jared Triolo in with those guys, but he was really impressive down the stretch too. And maybe he's a, a figure for them at somewhere in some spots on a relatively regular basis. I don't know. Um, 
to me, the question is going to be about the pitching more than anything else. Like, I do think they need to add externally, whether that's like an outfield spot and or a first base spot for sure in terms of an everyday player. Um, but I look at the pitching and think they need like multiple guys there, like multiple arms um, in the rotation. The bullpen's going to be interesting because I thought that actually they built a somewhat decent pen. Like there's at least four guys that I think um, could be guys that make up a 2024 bullpen. When you look at obviously Bednar, Holderman, we talked about Ryan Baraki. I, I liked what he did. And then Carmen Wojcinski who was Sherrington's first uh, part of his first draft class and the first pick that he made to come up to the majors. I think he's definitely a guy for the bullpen too, going forward. So, you know, there's at least four guys within there that I think are, are, you know, staples for them going into 2024, but they need more arms for sure. Um, in terms of, you know, one through eight, uh, well, I guess one through nine, cause you DH as well. I feel like they're in an okay spot, but again, I think they need at least one impact player, whether that's at first base or an outfield spot. I agree. You have to get some more consistency throughout the lineup. I feel like you can't be, and I feel like we've, we saw it a lot this season and we've talked about it where a, a guy like a Jason delay can be in a, a lineup like an LA because there isn't that reliance on every single player in the lineup pulling their own weight when it comes to at least offensively the pirates don't have that luxury i feel like they need to to bring in a guy to bring in guys that are able to to be more a more consistent um player when it comes to offensive production you can't have guys batting sub 100 or sub 200 going into next season like you're not going to win a lot of baseball games if you have someone like that in your lineup i don't care how good defensively they are you have to find some sort of balance um, and as far as pitching goes, I, I I agree. I think that you have to find some arms. I would say you're you're looking more for rotation arms than you are bullpen arms. I think you've got more to work with in the bullpen. But outside of like Keller and Oviedo, what what three other guys can you say that they have right now yeah. are going to make up a bullpen? I feel like at least at least one of the guys is going to come from in the organization next year. But I think you could be looking at a situation where you bring in like two guys this offseason that could make up your 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 rotation. And you have Keller, Oviedo, someone from this season, and then two new guys as the rotation because there was so much lack of consistency from a rotational standpoint. And even in Oviedo's st- like stance, we talked about how what a what a weird season he had where at times he looked uh, like an all-star, but then at other times he looked um, like some of the guys we're talking about that that you're questioning whether they should be in the rotation or the bullpen at all. Um, but Oviedo is definitely a guy that still needs to be there. I'm not saying he's not, but I feel like you have to find some more consistency. That's the, that's the main thing, that going into 2024, what I would say the focus of the offseason, the offseason should be is finding consistency in players, finding consistency with rotation arms, in the bullpen, in whoever you bring in for the the fielding positions, you have to find consistency because we've seen it. And look, I think this season is a perfect example of that because you look at how they started the season, then look at what the month of May did, then look at what June and July did, look at how they ended the day, the, the year. They had no consistency to what the team was actually doing throughout the season, and that's how you end up in the position that you are. If you have more of that consistency you win a couple more of these games, you win a couple more of these series, and then you somehow find yourself above 500 in a, in a postseason race. But I digress. Yeah. Also another well, that, bullpen arm that I, I actually like that I would throw in there too. I like Dowry Moreta. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. 
Yep. I, I I know you didn't mention him. You probably I assumed you probably just forgot him, but I, I think yep. he's another mm-hmm. one that I, I like a lot. And I think he'll be a, another piece in 2024. I would agree. Yeah. That uh, oversight on my part. Yeah. Electric too. Like not just he is mm-hmm. a good pitcher. He strikes out a lot of guys. But also, you know, you gotta love coming off the mound, pulling out a twenty dollar bill and strutting. So um <laughs> absolutely love that from him. It's a shame that and this is gonna seem weird based off where, you know, when we signed him, we weren't happy about it. It's a shame Vince Velasquez got hurt because he looked good yeah. up this year up until when he got hurt. And you just wonder like maybe they try to bring him back. Of course, he's not gonna be able to pitch until like, you know, June, July anyway. But, you know, maybe you add him as some type of insurance. He can't be somebody you bank on, obviously, because of that. You can't, you're not gonna have him going into the year. But I would say, you know, we're talking about good things that happened in 2023. Obviously, a lot of bad things happened too, not just Daniel Cruz didn't hurt, Vince Velasquez didn't hurt. And, you know, I think that we went into the season with higher expectations. Well, obviously higher expectations, but certainly never saw what happened to Rowanzi happening. I mean, mm-hmm. if if we were able to look at him as a piece of the rotation going forward. I think that you feel better about where the rotation is as a whole. Like maybe Oviedo replaced that spot with the expectation with what he was able yeah. to do this year. But imagine if we had, you know, both those guys having like if, if Rwanzi did what we expected him to do, plus Oviedo had the season he did. And it sucks because now, at least when I view Rwanzi Contreras, I don't even know what I view he can't him, be part of him as, a, as a bullpen either. Like yeah. it's, he can't be part of what they like. He can't be an assumption. Like if he somehow no. figures it out and pans it out, great. But you can't you can't bank on it happening. Yeah. If if you ask me right now, is he going to start in the MLB next year? Like start the season there? I'm going to say no. He's going to be in AAA because unless he has an absolute tear of a winter and a spring, mm-hmm. I, I have a hard time believing that there's going to be that much uh that much turnaround from what we saw this season to the start of next season. It's that, that that was probably I mean, his, the biggest disappointment, or arguably the d- biggest disappointment on the team, was yeah. with the expectations that you had for Rowanzi Contreras to what he actually gave out. Like like guys like Quinn Priester, I don't really know that the expectation was all that high coming up. Obviously, it was because of he was a first round draft pick and stuff like that. But at least from my standpoint, like my viewpoint, like I didn't have a ton of expectations for him. I thought it was too, a little too early for him to come up in his progression of his career, but he was thrust into the role and he performed pretty poorly. I, I don't think that was really uh, not really expected either. It was unfortunate, but wasn't like it was a shock. So yeah. that the, the, the Ronzi Contreras, that was a shock this season. That was a surprise. So yeah, I, I think that that one is, that's a player that the pirates are really gonna have to evaluate and try to get his confidence back or whatever, because he does not look like the player that we saw in 2022. Absolutely not. Yeah, I mean, I, I think outside of anything injury related, you're right. That was the biggest, you know, disappointment that we saw in 2023. The biggest disappointment overall is we didn't get to see O'Neill Cruz. I mean, yeah. we thought even He's if injured. the team wasn't going to be very good, you know, you were going to at least have him providing a ton of fireworks and excitement for this team. And, you know, we missed out on pretty much an entire season of that happening. So I think I'm just looking forward to 2024 to get him back. Like him, ND, Henry Davis, T. Brian, Brian Reynolds. You got something to work with. Are they going to be mm-hmm. good? I don't know, but they're going to be much more exciting in 2024. Yeah, you got a good core. All right, closing out with a question. I know we did this on another, like another show, so I'm not going to ask a bunch of guys, but just initially, a few days after the season ends, is Andrew McCutcheon going to be back? 
Yeah. Gut reaction. Yeah, I agree. I think it'll be back. They're gonna, I, it actually came it. out. They're going to have a conversation uh, within the next few days to determine where to go from here. Um, I think that conversation ends positively. I think they want him back. I, obviously, he wants to be back. Um, yeah, I, I think that he's back. Now, if you were to ask me, like in an everyday role, I don't know that that's a yes, but I think he's on the team in 2024. Yeah, yeah I agree. I think he's on the team. I, I I don't think you need Kutch to be an everyday player for him to have an impact on this team. I've gone into that before on a show. You, you don't need him to be, have an impact only on the field. He makes an impact in the locker room as well. So I I, I, or I guess I, this is baseball. I should say clubhouse. Um, but regardless, you know my point. I, I think that he's a impact player on and off the field. He'll be back. I feel like we've kind of touched on this. Um but just to give like one player in each direction, who do you think surprised you the most, both positively and negatively in 2023? Well, I mean, we just talked about it, right? Negatively, Rowanzi Contreras is the biggest surprise. Another one I'll throw out there, though, is Rodolfo Castro. I feel like we had higher expectations yeah. for him on the season from, mm-hmm. from what we got. I just I was disappointed overall with the – we, I mean, we we, we kind of said beforehand that he might be this team's like Josh Harrison in a way, like being able to play yeah. multiple positions um, and also contribute offensively. We didn't really get that this season. I, I feel like he was a pretty big disappointment out of the guys that we had talked about um, that were as guys that could contribute. And as far as guys that uh, surprised, I'll say some of, some of the pitchers that we were talking about in that pull, bullpen. Like, I feel like Dowry Moreta really electric, really good. Colin Holderman, I feel like is, is, is a really good piece in that, that bullpen. I feel like some of the surprises were, and maybe it's just my ignorance of not knowing all the, not knowing all the uh, people that we have in the organization, but like they were guys that I didn't really know about prior to the season, but now I know them now and I know that they can be a good piece moving forward. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say positively, and this isn't, this is just, really from an offensive perspective, because we knew what he was defensively, T. Bryan. I think that the bat mm-hmm. coming around is huge uh, for 2024. Um, I mean, we knew what he was defensively, obviously. I think the bat kind of puts him on the map in terms of, you know, the better third baseman around the league overall, not just defensively. I mean, you know, we're not – I don't like to look at just the the on-the-surface stats and say, like, oh, if he's a 280 hitter, 15 home runs, because, like, it goes a lot deeper than that, how productive he's actually being at the plate. But to look at it from that perspective, you know, if the bat's even average with what he brings defensively, that's a steal of a contract. But he was well above average bat the last couple months of the season. So you just hope that that continues into 2024. And I think that that's, you know, a a positive surprise for me just because I kind of thought he is what he is. Uh, from an offensive standpoint negatively. And this might sound weird when you look at the home run production he had, I really thought Jack Sawinski was going to be more of a complete player than he was. Um, and not just be, and that's another guy, you know, the last week of the season or so was starting to hit more singles and stuff like that. It wasn't just like a three outcome player. Um, but I, I overall, when you look at the season, I think that I was expecting him to 
you know, still a relatively young player. I like the flashes that we saw in 2022. I thought we would see a more well-rounded player as opposed to a guy that just provides pop. And really, honestly, if you really want to break it down, you could say only against right-handed pitchers. And almost even more than that, specifically at PNC Park, uh, was where he was producing. I, I, I expected a little bit more in terms of an overall player. Tied for 10th in the MLB in strikeouts this season. Hmm. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm not, I'm not really making a point here. I just wanted to point that out. Tied. Yeah. Tied I mean, I can live with a. Yeah, I can live with the strikeouts if, you know, it's again not just a two outcome player where it's a strikeout or home run. Like he had plenty of opportunities, and everybody does. You know, I I, I don't want to just seem like I'm harping on him here, but this is just to add more context, where he's leaving runners on base in situations you know you only need a fly ball or you only need a ball hit in the in the end just put the ball in play you know it seems like he's the guy that you can least count on in a situation where you just need the ball to be put in play to put the ball into play i agree bold prediction way too early andrew mccutcheon is going to get hit his 300th home run in the home opener of 2024 wow i mean that would be something they, they have a weird home opener again next year i believe orioles maybe They've been playing some so. weird teams in their home openers. I mean, and the, the White Sox. Orioles look really good too. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a fan. I think that's my bandwagon team for the playoffs. Is the Orioles? Wow, the best team in baseball. I'm shocked. Well, yeah, I would have, <laughs> I would have said that at I'm like joking. any point. Yeah, I would have said that like any point during the season. I think I'm rooting for them and either the Diamondbacks or Marlins from the NL. Okay. I think Marlins are fun. Yeah, really. Anybody? Playing, uh, no, anybody not a big league right now. So. A, a, a big market team. <laughs> they're playing Drew's Phillies right now in the first round. So I don't think he wants to hear me say I'm rooting for the Marlins, but Oof. I am. Yeah. What? It, let, real quick, what do we think? World Series. Not who's going to win it, just the matchup for right now. I'm going to say. The Rangers, mm, okay, and the Braves. Mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you didn't like that answer. <laughs> I mean, you're probably right. I'm between the Braves and Phillies from the NL. The um, the first mm, and the second. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it was a little bit of a disappointment. <laughs> I so I want the Orioles and I want either the Marlins or Diamondbacks, but I think it's going to be the Astros. And I'm between the Braves or Phillies. I'll say Phillies to be different. That's not me clapping for you. That's me banging for the Astros right now. I'm yeah. letting them know what's coming. <laughs> uh, all right. Anything else? Nope. You know, we said. I mean, this is breaking the fourth wall. We said that this was going to be the shortest one by far, but I mean, we're still over 20 minutes. It's not, it's, yeah, it's not by far. There's some good conversation in here, despite the season being over. Now, next week, <laughs> it's going to be very interesting. Yeah, we'll see. Might be uh, eight minutes. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but uh, other than that, like, subscribe, hit that notification bell. Leave us a comment. Let me know what you guys think is going to happen throughout the playoffs. Who is your World Series prediction? How are you feeling after 2023? early going into 2024 uh what are you most excited for who are your biggest surprises this year all that good stuff everything we talked about let us know your thoughts as well leave us a five-star review if you're listening somewhere else in the description of the show check out year six of rocking around the 412 we've raised twenty-five thousand dollars in the first 
five years of doing the mission. Every single penny that is donated goes to giving kids in our area, my area, Tyler's home area. I'm just going to keep saying that like that from now on just to yeah, keep yeah. bringing up you're not here anymore. Um, the best Christmas is possible. Tyler and I never had to worry about where Christmas was coming from. That's the goal of our mission here. Um, so if you are a family in need at Christmas time or you know a family in need, feel free to reach out to us on whatever platform you can, whether that's our personal accounts or around the 412X, Instagram, Facebook. We'll get back to you in three to five business days if it's on there. Um, all that good stuff. Uh, we also partnered up last year with the Salvation Army of East Rochester in the name of our late friend Dalton Keene to adopt kids off that angel tree that they do every year at Christmas. Last year, we were able to help 15 kids out from there doing that, as well as the families that we helped out uh, in our area. So we got both those things going on. We're going to have both those things going on for the foreseeable future. So we're excited about that. Also, check out our friend Haley Wagner for small business, everything custom designs, Etsy and Facebook for the shop are down below. Shirts, hoodies maybe i don't want to throw out sweatpants and then like force her to be able to do them but potentially i mean that's an article of clothing that's not a hat because if you want a hat you can't go to her um trick-or-treat <laughs> badge with it being almost halloween time aprons there's a lot of cool different things to so check out those um but for tyler for smitty this has been the around the 412 pirate show go check out another video right now and we will see you next time Bye bye <laughs>